Welcome to the Unveiling Podcast. We're your hosts, Connie Jones and Andrew Prowan, and together we share over 25 years of experience as professional therapists and coaches, helping people get powerful breakthrough and transformation in every area of their lives, work, and business. It's our mission to partner with the Holy Spirit to release truth that unveils anything that prevents us from experiencing God's presence, power, and purpose at the depth and clarity that He intended us to. So we invite you to subscribe to the Unveiling Podcast and tell your friends and family. And be sure to check out our other episodes that are now available on your favorite podcast platform. Hello, everybody. Hello, shalom. Shalom. <laughs> shalom. That's it. Yes. Give you a little clue about what we're talking about today. That is right. Do you want to share about that real quick? Uh, about what shalom is real fast before I start in? Or you, I'll introduce. Yeah, How about you, I introduce go, it? you go ahead and okay. start with the verse that we've been working on. I'll introduce it. So, yeah. yeah, what we've been talking about the last few weeks is um, talking about the kingdom of God and what is the kingdom. And then we moved into... Um, the, the, um, what comes of when we, what, what comes to us, what God promises us as a result of living the kingdom life is the righteousness, peace, and joy and that is spirit. Yes. of the Holy Spirit. And so the, this is all based in the verse, Romans 14, 17 and 18, for the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy mm. Spirit. Because anyone who serves Christ in this way is pleasing to God and receives human approval. So what we talked about in the first um, uh, episode of this series is that the kingdom of God is where we are willingly governed by the Holy Spirit. It is the life that we were made for. It is the life of the Spirit. And that is, um, and, the, and the substance of the kingdom rule stretches way beyond worldly temporal needs and external things, but it is all about spiritual matters. It's all mm. about God's spirit in us, um, ruling us, reigning in us, um, being sovereign in us and leading our lives from that place. And as a result of being reconciled to him, to the Holy Spirit, being connected, having the Holy Spirit rule and reign in us in unity, in harmony with God, it gives birth to the gifts of peace or actually righteousness, righteousness, peace, and joy. And so righteousness, we talked about last time. If you hadn't heard that, um, listen, if you missed that episode, you can still go back and catch it on our, um, it's the one right before this. Um, It's in righteousness we dove into, and it is when we are placed into right relationship with God. Yeah. Um, and it's his righteousness. It's, the, it's his righteousness that we are gifted. Yes. And then today we're doing the second one and we're talking about peace. Yep. And peace. so peace is the state of heart, mind, soul, and spirit. And um, the Hebrew word for peace is shalom. Shalom. It's a greeting. Which, yes. which I was going to let you say. Now yeah. you want to share what that is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a greeting that's often used. Um in the Jewish community, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's also, um, people say Shabbat Shalom, you know, it's really means may your day of rest make you whole and complete. Mm. And that is, and that's right now, that is really what it, it is. It's more than just the peace that we think about. It's the, it's, it means to be 
made whole, to be made complete, to be safe and sound. And I was thinking about this scripture, you know, how he actually compares, you know, it's not about, he's comparing the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking. Mm -hmm. And when I read that last week, I was like, Oh, he, you know, what happens when we eat and drink, we're consuming, Mm -hmm. you know, and he's talking about, you know what, we're not, you know, we need to, we consume for survival, we consume food and, you know, eating and drinking is for survival, Yes, but so is consuming peace. peace. Exactly. It's, we have to consume peace that he offers us that's Mm -hmm. sitting before us, like on our plate. Mm Mm-hmm. And we need to consume that so that we are, it becomes part of our DNA. It becomes part of who we are. That's right. Um, we not only have to consume it, but we have to attune to it. We have to learn. We have to teach our body and our mind and our spirit what it feels like to live from peace, to live in peace. And then we cultivate it and we mm-hmm. practice it. So, that's why we were talking today. That's why we, we called this the pursuit and the practice of radical peace, because it is a practice and a pursuit. Um, it's available yeah. to us. It is, it is, you know, God's heart is restoration. His heart is to restore us to wholeness. Mm-hmm. And the, the, it, and the word shalom is actually um, peace and health wholeness and completeness it's wholeness in all of life's completeness it's safety it's you know and as god is the source of of all of that it is in him that we live and when we are living in him we are receiving peace and we have peace then and then we can give peace it is that state of prosperity it's a state of peace health and plenty and even in the midst of chaos so That's part right. of so part of the you don't have to wait until the conditions are right right so shalom actually is a word picture the word picture is to destroy the authority that establishes chaos. Yes. It's the opposite so, of war and chaos. Yes. So it, there could be, there's, you know, and Jesus said, you're going to have tribulation. You're going to have trouble. There's going to be, you know, there's going to be wars. There's going to be, you know, all kinds of things going on in Struggle, the world. Strife, all but the yet he said we could have the peace. He is peace. First mm-hmm. of all, he is our shalom. So he's the access point. That's right. But the word says, and that's in two, Ephesians 2.14, that Yeshua is, is our shalom. But it says then, um, I don't even have the scripture reference for this, um, but it's the peace that passes all understanding. Yeah. You know, and I think it's in, I want to say it's in Corinthians. But anyways, um, I don't know if some of you might know who Bill Johnson is, but he said that in order to experience that kind of peace, the peace that passes understanding, we have to give up trying to understand Mm. everything. So, you know, we can't understand everything with our rational brain anyways. That's right. And so it's our spirit that has to receive first and then it flows into our soul. Mm-hmm. But still, it's that place of trust, too, that we don't have to understand everything. Well, it's like Jesus sleeping in the storm. I mean, that's the picture that comes yes. to me over yeah, and over and over. It's like, example. you know, I mean, it is it is 
he didn't, you know, he didn't have any idea what was going to happen. He didn't, you know, um, but he knew he felt God, he, he cultivated God's peace within him because he felt that sense of safety, wholeness, and completeness in God's unfailing, whole, complete, perfect love. Yes. Um, and so he understands, he understood well-being. He understand what it was like to live in abiding tranquility, mm -hmm. um, in a sense of, in a state of security. Yes. Um, in that harmony physically and spiritually regardless that, people are trying to kill them <laughs> exactly exactly yes and and so it's and we have that same it, it that we have that same access mm -hmm. we have the same gift yeah. given to us but we have to choose it i hear people all day every day give so much power to their emotions and we, and, and I used to, too, and I understand what that's like. And we, you know, it's so easy to go on what we feel. And when we see something in our circumstances, not line up with the way that we think it should be, we perceive it as a threat. Mm -hmm. And then when our, uh, when our brain when our mind is threatened, then it feels real. And then we're going to move into the state of unrest, into a state of chaos, yeah. into a state of strife or struggle and protection and, and protection. And that is, and if we choose that, if we choose it, we will go to the place of disconnection from God's peace. Yeah. We can't connect and protect we at can't, the same time. We can't connect to the Holy Spirit. We can't even access our own in internal mm -hmm. resources in those moments. That's we're right. shut. We're closed off yeah. to anything other than just sheer survival mechanisms at that point, which is usually fear and, um, and, and, and lack of safety and security. And, you know, it's just like, well, um, my emotion might be valid, but it's really given me sure. information. Like you're saying, it's given me information that I need to pay attention to. Yeah, it's a messenger. And I need to move through and not stay stuck in it. So I'm reacting. It's right. actually telling us what we believe yep. more than it's telling us the truth. Exactly. So it's like this place of like, yes, I feel this way, but I'm not going to react based on just this because it could be I'm believing a lie. That's right. And mm -hmm. that I don't have enough or that I'm not enough That's or, right. um, you know, all the narratives that we have that are just going programmed in us program. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, in Ephesians four, nine, it says that the one who descended is the same one who also ascended high above all the heavens so that all things would be filled, which that word filled is shalom mm -hmm. that would be filled or shalom with his presence. Mm. And that just lets us know, you know, Jesus descended. He came. He's the one who ascended for us. But he yeah. is one of the goals is for everything to be filled with shalom. That's right. To be complete, to be made whole, to yes. bring it back. That's the original intent of God. Yes. And so when we think about, okay, how do we practically tap into that? Yes. You know, how do we... Yes, this is great truth, but then how do we actually pursue it? Yeah, yeah, and let's and let's say that, and I think we've I think we've said this, but I want to say this really clearly: it peace that we're talking about the the peace of God that He wants to offer us is different from 
the mm, world's peace. Yeah. It's different from, it's not, it's more than the absence of conflict. It's yeah. actually restoring brokenness. It's mm -hmm. restoring, it's a state of wholeness and well -being. completeness, yes. well-being. It's not just, it goes way beyond just this, you know, tranquility mm -hmm. state. It is, no, he is, it's almost a deck. it's a declaration. Yeah. It is a, a state of being, a state of becoming. And just think about if you could learn to become, let's talk about pursuing peace. How do I learn to become peace? How do I teach my soul and my body and my spirit what it feels like to feel peace, to embody peace, the peace of God that he offers to me that I can receive freely mm -hmm. as a result of being in connection with him, but then let it penetrate the rest of my body and hold and practice it and continue to pursue it and continue to attune to it until it becomes my state. And I think to do that, that's, it kind of goes back to the pathway mm -hmm. of, you know, there's this order. Uh, there's a reason it says righteousness, peace, and joy yeah. in the Holy spirit. So the pathway to peace is to first experience the righteousness. righteousness. Uh huh. And if we can't and being in right we can't really receive and believe that we are righteous, made righteous through through Christ, we're not trusting that. Mm -mm. Then we're not going to be able to experience the peace that passes all understanding mm -hmm. and the peace that He brought that He mm -hmm. brought with Him when He descended, right. and He left when He ascended. That's right. <laughs> he left it with us. Yeah. So we have to find that righteousness by Yeshua first mm -hmm. and then experience that peace. peace and practice it as that meditation. It's like we're yes. consuming, consuming it, it. Mm -hmm. until it becomes part of our living being. Yes. So how do we do that practically? Like, what does it look like practically? So what I, you know, we've talked about this several times. What are my practices mm -hmm. to per pursue peace? Um, I don't know, you know, if you want to share some of yours, but yeah, you know, sure. practices that I use to pursue peace are, um, you know, listening to um, no matter what my circumstances are, no matter what I'm feeling, listening, reading his word, consuming yes. his word, mm -hmm. reading it out loud, declaring it over me, speaking it as if it already mm -hmm. is my truth, because it is. Teaching my body again, teaching my soul, my my will, my mind, and my emotions what it what it mm -hmm. feels like to let that be my truth, and living from the embodiment of that truth. Um, also, you know, listening to or being with communing with God, listening to His still small voice. Um, paying attention to my breath, coming back to my breathing, coming home to my body and not letting all the scattered mm -hmm. pieces of me just go mm -hmm. out all over the place and be in the chaos and participate in the chaos. Yeah. Um, not give in to my emotions, but understand mm -hmm. that they're, that they're messengers that are just trying to keep me safe or try to get me to take some kind of action in my life that I, that, but that I have power over those. And so it's, you know, whether it's coming back to, you know, music that is peaceful, that is peace giving, that, it, that it's 
coming back to your breathing and being mindful in your five senses and in your breathing and slowing your breathing, whether it's grounding, um, whether it's, you know, um, centering yourself and, you know, finding, uh, connecting with God's spirit in you, mm-hmm. um, whatever it does that being in nature, uh, whatever it is, but we have to practice that. We have to practice it and pursue it, cultivate it so that it, we can come back to it and teach our nervous system how to function in peace rather than in chaos yeah. and, and access it when we need it and most. access it when we need it. And part That's of right. mine is, you know, really very similar to yeah. what you do yeah. as far as meditation and music and, um, journaling, yes. writing, and, you know, reading the word obviously is letting the Holy Spirit breathe on the word and Absolutely. give me revelation, revelation, but it's really focusing and centering myself in the awe of God yes. where, it's like he is amazing and yes. he is powerful and he is a, a loving God. And yeah. he, he, you know, just that affection that he has for me personally and letting him speak to me about that and yes. sitting in that, um, and asking, that awe. asking him yeah. about it. Yeah. And yeah. And, and then the, just saying, you know, okay, it. are there places in my life where yes. I'm not, yeah, don't, I'm not receiving, you know, where's, are are there blocks or what is a mindset? Because a lot of this chaos happens in our mind mind. more than actually externally. It's happening more internally all the time and it's such a battle. And so that's where we need to, you know, what, and what are we filled with? Are we filled with the awe of God, which is the, you know, the fear of God, which is like, Oh wow. How amazing. How, when you look up the heavens and night and, you know, you see all the stars and the moon and just the vast, amazing depth of the universe. Mm -hmm. That's awe, you know, and that, and letting that flow in a way, through your gut, through your being, that instead of the fear that it that keeps you keeps you small and keeps God small, yeah, and um, and afraid in that sense, yeah, um, it, it is like tuning your instrument. I mean, it it's is. a you you know the note of peace, you know the rhythm of peace, you know the the um, the frequency of peace you you know and you have to attune to it versus the vibration of peace the the sense of peace versus the what chaos and confusion and struggle and fear and all of those feel like and we have to condition our mm-hmm. nervous system to know how to attune with with Which, that note, with can, that peaceful yeah. note. And we know this. I mean, Connie and I both, I'm speaking for you right now. Oh, yeah. You go right, <laughs> right ahead. <laughs> you go right ahead. We, we can be busy, you know. Oh. We can, like, let, you know, just, like, be yes. distracted and be busy and just go, go, go. And get in fear quickly. And get in fear. But it's, like, we've talked about this so many times of how just and holding each other accountable of, like, mm-hmm. okay, like, I need to come back to a place of rest to really give myself some margin mm-hmm. and slow down because mm-hmm. I think a lot of us struggle with that in, in our, you know, culture is just like, we're uncomfortable. We are uncomfortable sitting with ourselves, right. And that is not the way God designed us at all. No. We are, well, we can't sit with ourselves. We sure can't sit with him. We got all the white noise and all the stuff uh-huh. that we need 
And we are, we, it's become a bad habit. Absolutely. It's a bad habit. It is. And we need to build the habit is what you're saying of, of being able to sit quietly or with some music and Mm -hmm. bring out, bring ourselves into that place of tuning. And, and that's a practice. And I know it changed for me when somebody said to me, Connie, you are willing to do whatever you have to do to, to it and to push yourself and spend, you know, hours on end over your life, your lifetime of working out, but you're not willing to work the one muscle Mm -hmm. that would change it all for you. Yes. You're not willing to do the practice of this spiritual Mm -hmm. discipline that would allow you to feel a sense of safety and security in your life and combat anxiety and fear that is running you and you are not willing to spend mm-hmm. 15 minutes on that, but you're willing to go work out for an hour and a half and spend way more energy on the things that wouldn't give you the same amount, even near the same amount of transformation in your life. If yeah. you would spend 15 minutes on doing yeah. this yeah. and that changed it for me when I thought about it like that, yeah. I'm willing to pursue fitness. I'm willing to pursue help, but I'm not willing to pursue wholeness and completeness and right. peace for for 15 right. minutes out yeah. of my day. Well, yeah. that changed everything. Yeah. That's when I began good. to see it like that. Good point. I mean, I just think it's like, you know, it's a fruit of the spirit as yeah. well. So, you know, walking in these things and practicing these things in private, I heard someone had said, you know, yeah. what you, what you practice in private manifests in public. In public it's like, that's, right. that's, you know, these things will show up in our daily life. If we take time to practice them in private. Yep. And right now we're actually in a very important season. Yeah. Um, right. The, the, the fall feasts mm. that are actually biblical um, now the days of all between, you know, there's the Feast of Trumpets and, and Rosh Hashanah and the Day of Atonement's coming up and we're in the, what the, in Judaism is called the 10 days of awe. And we can just, it's a, it's a time of reflection. Yeah. It's a time of like, you know, real true prepa- preparation for transformation mm-hmm. and preparing yourself for the coming year of what God is doing in you, what needs to go, mm-hmm. what's limiting you, what is he, what needs to, what, what do you need to change? What needs, what of him needs to come in yes. and transform yeah. what is not of him in you? Yeah. Yeah. So we can actually, and if we take this time in this season to be asking questions and curiosity mm-hmm. and not out of judgment, but just like, what does need to change? What, mm-hmm. what am I pursuing that I'm, or what do I need, want to pursue more of? Yes. But anyways, it can really transform. We can find greater levels of righteousness, peace, and joy in no the doubt. Holy Spirit as yes. we pursue this. And one other scripture I just wanted to share real quick, because I think of the, God just spoke to me like this is a sort of like all-encompassing. But Ephesians 4, 1 through 3 says, we need to walk in the qualities, the characteristics of humility, gentleness, patience, long-suffering, bear with one another in love in order to be able to create unity Mm. in the spirit and the bond or cohesion of shalom. Mm. Like we, this is not just about us individually. This is about us as a body. This is about all of us in collective and community. And I think that that's a really important part of it's not it's our selfish. it's <laughs> our purpose to re to re reestablish 
order and harmony and peace on For, in, in on earth and to do our part to bring the kingdom to earth yeah yeah so heaven we, come down yeah we have to do our part mm -hmm. you know because mm -hmm. we want to be a part of the whole that's right right and what god's doing in the kingdom mm -hmm. And anyways, I thought so, that was just, so it's really important for us to ask, are we participating in the pursuit and the practice of something other than God's radical peace? Yeah, absolutely. And we are responsible for that. And That's yeah. a responsibility. Yeah. And where in our life is it chaotic? Yeah. Where where do we need to take authority? Because it mm -hmm. is, that's what Shalom is. When you have that peace, and you start to get a taste of that. Yep. It's like, then that breaks the power of chaos right. in your life. So if we're just letting chaos run rampant and it's radical chaos in our mm -hmm. life, that's really uh, not productive. It's going to compromise everything that God wants us to have and well, who we no, really are in our no identity. There's no fruit in that. There's, there's just yeah. chaos begets chaos. And well, I mean, you know, yeah. as we've, you've shared before the so word the Hebrew word for chaos is raw, which is yeah. the same word for evil. So yeah. what we're doing is we're just participating in the advancement of evil on, yeah. on the, on earth. The, yeah. The dysfunction. We're just allowing it. We're just throwing up our hands and going here, just take over. And that's not what we were created for. That's a good point. Uh, we're just really giving life. We're, we're, yeah. we're just, we're participating in our own victimhood. Yeah. And we all, oh, we do it. It's not like we just oh, need sure. to, we just need, we, we do don't it. need to condemn ourselves for no. it or persecute ourselves for it. We just need to recognize right. it and yes. begin to transform it yes. or allow him to transform yes. it in us. Be open to that transformation. For sure. So, that, that's really good. Yeah. So, um, as we close today, um, uh, we want to obviously, or first of all, speak of, we or end with yes. a speaking a blessing of peace over you. Yes. Um, but we do want you to really get honest with yourself and look inside and see where you're participating mm -hmm. in something other than the pursuit and the practice of radical peace yes. and, um, and what that's perpetuating for you. Yeah. So, and with that, that's a good word, girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just posture yourself if you can, right? And just open your heart, posture your heart to receive. And this is what they call the priestly blessing. It's found in number six, 24 through 26. Mm -hmm. But just let this like really like, like a shower, like shower over you, like cover you. Just like mm -hmm. receive this, posture your heart to receive this as if God is speaking this directly to you. Um, mm. So may the Lord bless you and keep you mm. may the lord shine his face upon you and be gracious to you may the lord lift up his face upon you and give you shalom peace mm. Mm. yes and that's actually numbers six yeah 20, 24 26 through 26 and that's a actually it's a priestly blessing and just take that in receive yeah. that let that permeate you and infuse you. That's and what he wants for you. Absolutely. And feel his peace, experience his shalom, mm -hmm. and live the life of blessing. Yes. That he has 
promised us. All right, Thanks. you guys. Well, we will see you next time yes. to cover the last, the final um, of the three of the triad of yep. the, the kingdom fruits, which is joy. We will see you next time. For yes. That. Who needs some joy? That's right. Love some joy. <laughs> Love yeah. some joy. All right. Bye, guys. You guys Take have care. a great one. Shalom. That's right. Bye. Bye. Well, thanks for joining us today. We hope that wisdom and truth were revealed that deepens your relationship with Christ and produces powerful transformation in your life. And we invite you to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and share this episode with a friend or a loved one. And we'd love it if you'd write us a review on iTunes.